Vita. Welcome to episode 176 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, you just heard him. It's me, Amigo Hamlet, my friend Hamlet. And he actually, he is my friend. You know, when you talk to someone for about half an hour and get a little bit of the background and where they're coming from and what they're doing and why they love making music for families, you can't help but be friends with someone. Mi Amigo Hamlet has a very, very cool story. You'll you'll feel like you're picking up this interview sort of in the middle of things, but we had some connection issues and we're able to, to work it out and you'll catch up right away. You're going to love his story. Mi Amigo Hamlet has a pure heart and he's working for good and he's all about bilingual education through music. That song you just heard is called Happy Land, which is off his brand new record, Happy Land is Tierra Feliz. It was great to talk to Hamlet, and I think you're going to get a lot of information and enjoy this interview a lot. If you want to reach me, you can email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com, or find me on social media, the at symbol, and then goodstuffpod. It's that simple. Find me, follow me, keep up with me, keep up with what I'm doing. I don't think I overpost. I don't think I, I don't think I do. I don't, maybe I do. I don't know. Tell me if I do. Tell me if I don't. Should I post more? Hey, if I should post more, let me know, because that would be good information to have. You guys don't need my existential crisis in terms of how often I post on social media, but what you do need is to hear my interview with Mi Amigo Hamlet. Stay tuned all the way to the end to make sure you hear the song Happy Land all the way through. Here he is, Mi Amigo, and now your Amigo Hamlet. Good dog, kids podcast. Let's let's get let's lay the groundwork again. You were originally from Guatemala, and you were back and forth to the states, and and sort of your home base was Chicago. And when you you were doing some some internet stuff, right? Like as we call it, some internet stuff, and uh, you know, uh, visual design, graphic design, photography, and then the internet crash happened, and you ended up in Spain, and that that sort of musically changed your outlook a little bit. So let's pick up there. Tell me a little bit about what changed for you musically when you were in Spain. Okay. Uh, so being in Spain, the one thing that changed me musically was uh, seeing the passion uh, in which flamenco dancers and flamenco players just uh, dove into playing, you know, and just living the flamenco life, so to speak. And, and that's something that just triggered something in me even further because, you know, being of uh, being Latino, you know, we just have salsa and merengue in our blood pretty much, you know, like, and uh, so for me, that was just a major thing, but also seeing the passion uh, that came from Flamenco is something that automatically uh, gave me more chance, I mean, more more motivation to uh, to get involved in music. Now, at this point, I didn't, I didn't know how to, how to play uh, guitar even, you know, right. so when I came back to Chicago, um, and there was no work for uh, for uh, graphic designers or art directors. Uh, one of my friends ended up uh, asking me to work with him or just to help him out teaching some kids Spanish. And I said, oh, let's do it. 
But the parents really liked my approach to uh, what I was doing, and uh, they asked me if I would do home, uh, private home tutoring. So I said, you know what, I don't, I'm not a teacher per se, but I can teach your kids Spanish through art. So then that's pretty much how I started my private home tutoring program called Vamos Todos, which means everybody let's go. And um, so I started with this, uh, you know, one-year-old kids, and I used to, you know, do a, a variety of activities with them. But the program ended up growing to about 45 families within uh, three, three years. And that was a lot of work, and it was really good. Uh, so I kept that up for a while until we had the, uh, the recession. And when that happened, then a lot of the families simply started cutting down on, on expenses. And I was put in a situation of deciding whether to either continue uh, that path or not. And ironically, during that time, is exactly when I also started uh, learning how to play guitar. And I started, I was 37 years of age. Uh, and I started taking classes at the Old Town School of Folk Music here in Chicago. And um, previous to that, uh, my first uh, impulse was to really make sure that, uh, you know, that I that I got to introduce music to children in a way that uh, I could transmit some of the songs that I had grown up with in Guatemala and just pass it down to them, you know, because that was just part of what I was teaching them. And, um, and so as soon as I learned my first three chords, I started trying to figure out how I could make some of these songs uh, be different. So I always say, you know, like I'm going to teach uh, traditional songs with a vamos todos twist. And, uh, and by that, I meant also that I wanted to introduce some more uh, rhythms, different rhythms, you know, not only flamenco or rumba flamenco style uh, music, uh, but also, you know, the traditional Latin uh, rhythms as well. And that is exactly what started the whole, the whole music thing for me. And then I created a program called Musica Baby, you know. Uh, and I started it at, uh, at that time at a... Uh, promoting it through Barnes & Noble. So I used to go to the bookstores and, and offer free classes, 30-minute classes, so that way I you know, I would get a chance to actually practice and see how kids will react to the music and, um, and at the same time uh, get people more motivated to, to learn music in a bilingual setting, you know. Uh, and that pretty much took off from there. Then I was able to start uh, bringing the programs to different museums, to... Uh, to more bookstores, and when the uh, the main recession happened, uh, and the families from my private home tutoring started pulling out, uh, I ended up just simply uh, trying to approach private schools, you know, because for for one, I knew that they would be able to uh, be consistent in, in the programs because I would be able to stay with them for the entire school year as opposed to having families that would come in and out throughout the year. Uh, and it was also going to give me the opportunity to to continue promoting my being bilingual uh, message to more kids, you know. So expanding from 45 kids, all of a sudden I had I was working with 200. And so I was working at the same time with several schools at the same time, which is something that to this day is what I do. Uh, but then uh, in 2013, I was diagnosed uh, with testicular cancer and uh and that really put uh, a dent on, on on my aspirations, not only as an educator, but uh, also as a musician, uh, because I had to put everything on hold. Uh, I was diagnosed uh, on April uh, 19th 
of 2013, and a week later, I was in surgery. <laughs> then coming back from from that, I was, um, you know, two weeks later, uh, when I went to get my, my blood results, they told me, you know, Hamlet, uh, we don't have very good news, and we just noticed that uh, your cancer had spread. Uh. And right now, it's spread to your lymph node, so you need immediate treatment. And the thing is that, uh, you know, I did not have insurance. You know, I had not had insurance because I'm, a, I'm an independent uh, bilingual educator. And uh, so they gave me two months of life. And, 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 and it was just a very difficult time in my life at the same time. And, um, but, you know, the, the thing about life and, and, and doing good work for people and being honest in this regard was that uh, two of the families that I had taught their kids for, for about five years, they were, uh, you know, they they, they 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 were associated with uh, one of the uh, the hospitals, the main hospitals here in Chicago, and through them, I was able to find treatment. So within, you know, pretty much after I contacted them, within 24 hours, you know, I already had a doctor, and and they they had already uh, arranged everything for me to to get my chemotherapy treatment, you know, which lasted uh, pretty much through. September of uh, 2013. So literally, right now, as we as we as we speak, I'm celebrating my fifth year of being in remission since my last uh, chemo treatment. So uh, that was one of the reasons why when this album, I wanted to do it uh, during this time as well because it's a celebration of not only the work that I have done for the past you know 17, 18 years with teaching Spanish through art and music, but also celebrate the fact that. Uh, as a cancer, as a, I didn't even know this, but there's such a thing as a one-time cancer survivor or two-time cancer survivor. Oh, wow. Uh, so as a two-time cancer survivor, you know, I can be a testament to all of those also going through any difficult times uh, that life and determination and the love of life that we can have is something that really we can use to make a difference, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a matter of getting it done. Um, so... It's it's been it's been quite the ride, you know. Uh, when um, um, I, uh, you know, just three years ago, I didn't know whether I was gonna be able to even make it, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, because my mother had cancer, and she she passed about seven seven years ago, and um, and she only made it to fourth the fourth year of her being in remission. So by the time that I was in my third year, uh, I was just freaking out. But uh, so then I had. To make a decision in terms of the legacy that I wanted to leave behind, you know, uh, I, I quickly mentioned that I do have two sons, so I wanted to make sure that uh, that if anything happened to me, that they would know uh, not only about my 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 struggles in life, but you know, but at the same time that I have been able to overcome them and and have that serve them as an example of of perseverance in difficult times to follow your heart, to do everything that you must to really uh, excel in life regardless of what uh, path you choose to take. And so I I actually approached um, um, Justin Roberts, you know, yeah. and, um, and, 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 and I approached him because I wanted to know how to do a, an album. And... Uh, and if, if there was somebody that would know about this, it would be him. Right. <laughs> so he was extremely generous and super cool when we met, you know, and I explained to him my, my mission and my vision of, of 
uh, expanding and promoting bilingual education and better music, better bilingual music, to, so that we could have all these kids that you know that I've been teaching for the past many, many for the past years. Uh, that at one point they can be people of influence that can uh, advocate for bilingual education down down the road. You know, but I want to make sure that they have a good uh, memory of of the fact that being bilingual has tons of wonderful benefits. And not only being bilingual, but also just through music, you know? And uh, and I think that's something that uh, finally now we're starting to slowly come through uh, with acknowledging the fact that it is uh, something very positive, you know? So I wanted to make sure that I was a part of this movement and, and being proactive in creating uh, good music because it's not just about singing, it's about uh, respecting and giving little kids, you know, the uh, the variety of of different music styles, you right. know. Right. Uh, and and thankfully, you know, my family in Guatemala, you know, uh, you know, my uncle uh, Luis and his wife, my aunt uh, Rosario, you know, they taught me music. My grandma taught me all about music, and and so I have a a very good wealth of influences, and that's something that I try to get across in the album. Now. Yeah. You know, the album has 16 tracks, right. and uh, and the reason for that is because since I didn't know whether I was going to make it past my third or my fourth year um, uh, of being in remission, then when Justin Roberts uh, put me in touch with Dean Jones, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dean and I just clicked immediately, and uh, and it was like, this is what I would like to do with the songs, this is how, how detailed I would like to be, how many instruments I want to have, I want the songs to have life, et cetera, et cetera. Dean was like spot on, and to this day, you know, we just have become extremely good friends because we also get each other in terms of music, you know. Um, and and Dean is is probably the person that also just helped me make these songs come alive. And uh, so the, the whole compilation of the album is a mix of of the work that I do through my programs, um, which I bring to five different pre- uh, private preschools here in Chicago. And uh, I currently teach 62 classes to uh, in five different schools, and I work with uh, babies as young as six-week-old babies to six-year-olds. You know, wow. uh, and so it's yeah, so uh, about 400 kids on a weekly basis. And uh, so you could say I'm I'm pretty busy, but uh, <laughs> I, I love every second of it too. You know, yeah. And, and now with the album, uh, the one thing that I that really think so encouraging is the fact that now I am able to reach even more uh, more families, you know, uh, so that way they can, you know, not only learn, I mean, not only love the music, but by loving the music, they can also learn a little Spanish, even if it's just the basics, even if it's just the days of the week or the months of the year. But uh, at the same time, half of their CD are songs about love, about us being parents and how much we love our kids and, and the things that we want for them. Um, and, and in the end, you know, it's, it's, it's about coming together, you know, um, like Lila, the song, you know, number six track there, yeah. like, it's like everybody come together, let's go sing and dance, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's trying to bring communities together and, and that's the message too, you know, yeah. message of love from a parent's perspective, uh, and also education and then just the community. Uh, those are my three main things. And, um, and very quickly, you know, I, I'm starting the, the follow-through of this is what I call the Being, being Bilingual Rocks Foundation, you know, because uh, I also want to make sure that 
uh, other that there are families out there who cannot afford sometimes going to concerts, for example. But I want to make uh, that. I want to change that. You know, I want to be a proactive uh, uh, individual in, in trying to create something and uh, working with other artists, so we can create concerts and we can bring it to underserving communities as well. So everybody can really have a, a positive impact through bilingual education. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's so much more that we need to do in general. So, but that's basically what uh, the whole album has behind. Uh, All right. Uh, behind it. You know? Cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you you answered a lot of some of the things I wanted to ask you about through the the course of of sharing with me all of the uh, the experience that went into to building this record. Um, I think one thing I you know a couple things that I want to pull out from there and just maybe expand a little bit on is this idea of you mentioned at least, you know, two or three things that you, you created programs that you started. Um, have you always had that sort of like entrepreneurial spirit? Because I really do think it's entrepreneurial. You know, you're, you're talking about Vamos Todos and Musica Baby, and then the being bilingual rocks foundation. Like you, you're, uh, it shows a, a, a breadth, right? Like it shows like a wide variety of, of ways that you are bringing what you believe in to your community and to your people. And I, and I guess like, have you always had that kind of spirit to you? Or do you find that like you just find something and, and the joy and love that you feel for it makes you want to create more out of it? You know, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's innate in me. I think all, pretty much every every single family member that I have, uh, it's pretty much like that. You know, even from stems from my grandmother, and all of our family, we're all very uh, go getters. You know, and yes, I do have a very entrepreneurial uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the Vamos Todos program now has evolved into what I call the Go Creative programs, uh, because the Go Creative programs is a mix of actually three different things. The the, the Vamos Todos was originally just Spanish through art, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and eventually became Spanish through art and music. But after cancer, uh, what I tried to do was my one of my dreams was to uh, open up my own center called the Go Creative Center. You know, because I was trying to to integrate as many different elements uh, so we could reach out the community in a different way. You know, uh, and I wanted to also include uh, an element of wellness to it. Uh, and so I tried to raise money through a Kickstarter. Uh, a campaign. It, it, it failed completely miserably, but it was one of the best experiences that I could have had happen to me, you know, because I was still dealing with cancer while I was trying to do all of this. And um, so, but I, so I learned a lot, you know, and, and that even though that door closed at that time, uh, you know, the moment that I started getting better, uh, all these other opportunities also, uh, you know, it's not that they came to me. I, I seek them out because I was constantly hustling, going from school to school, talking to principals here and there and asking for referrals and all this, you know? Yeah. Um, so the Go Creative programs uh, ended up being, taking shape. So now what I do is, like, in the mornings, I do the Vamos Todos aspect of the programs, you know, so teaching Spanish through art and, and music. And then in the afternoons, I do English-based music programs for the same ages, you know? And uh, so that is more of an integration, and eventually... Uh, I want to be able to start working with the uh, with the wellness aspect of things. Um, so yes, 
uh, to answer that question as far as, far as being entrepreneurial, yes, that's something that I've always had in me. It's I cannot just sit and, and not, <laughs> not, 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 not I, my my mind is constantly going yeah. with ideas, which is yeah, it can be overwhelming at times, but you know. In the end, it's, it's something that I do love. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's that's interesting. I mean, a lot of, you know, I, I am not entrepreneurial on the scale or energy level that you are. But one thing that's interesting is, and this is going to get to your relationship with, with Dean Jones, I think, is is it's hard to find people that share not necessarily your passion, because I think a lot of people can share your passion, especially with what you're trying to do in terms of the bilingual education, but someone that can, can keep up and match your energy level and, and help you bring out sort of all of the sounds because this is a really well-produced record. Like we should say that like right off the bat, like a lot of amazing sounds, everything is crystal clear. You can hear everything that's going on. So it's, it's uh, good to hear that, you know, when you and, and Dean linked up that it was a very positive relationship and and you were able to he was able to help bring the ideas out in a real like collaborative way correct you know like as a producer you know like i you know like dean already has a grammy for for best producer you know yeah and i think he deserves a lot more you know <laughs> because you know uh you know like i was i was i kept watching before going up there to 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 record you know i ended up going there a couple of times and now it's it's not anymore about creating one album or having done one album. It's for me, it's an ongoing, um, it's, it's ongoing for me, you know, like I already have enough material to create five albums at least. So now it's just, we're getting together to create a catalog of music and then we can decide what goes into what, even though this, this, the albums also represent a lot of the curriculum that I do in my schools, you know, so seven of these songs that, that, that are in the album, like Dias, uh, Dias de la Semana, the uh, Month of the Year, um, Hola, and uh, Cara Cabeza, uh, those are songs that my students, my pre preschool and, and pre-K students, uh, they know them by heart, you know? Mm, right. So uh, I wanted to make sure that, that that's something that that should be carried through uh, in any in in school that will be able to, to listen to the album, you know? Um, so... But yeah, going back to Dean, yes, uh, that was a fantastic thing that, uh, you know, what we decided to do is I say, you know, uh, I, I said, we have right here, I have the music that I would like to have, you know, and there's some songs that still didn't make it for to this one, but it was more like, let's think in terms of having a, a an empty canvas where we can just simply create. And the one thing that I did make sure that I told him was that I did not want to record or have any songs out there that we did not think were a hundred percent well done, you know, even if it was going to take me four years just to re release one single song, I wanted to make sure that that song accomplished what it needed to accomplish. And by that, I mean, every song has a life of its own. And, and I wanted to give that song, that life that it is, where that was through uh, a rhythm, a particular rhythm or genre of music or the lyrics or even, you know, it's so difficult to do. Uh, for me, the, the biggest challenge was, for example, like Days of the Week. Like, like this is the simplest song. And it was like, how can I make this a song that is engaging and that makes you think that you are 
in, in the Caribbean, you know, for example, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, so Dean was is, is such a genius in that regard that, you know, he was able to say, hey, listen, these sounds would, would work really well here. Uh-huh. You know, so in, in terms of collaboration, yeah, I, and, and, and also seeing things from a, an art director perspective that I am, I have never worked with such a collaborative individual and as creative as Dean. There's no question about it, you know. Yeah, amazing. So I think the idea of adversity um, is really unique and special to you and your story and, and what you've come, what you've overcome both in life and, you know, and recently with the, the health issues. And I think that, you know, you, ins- you inspire me certainly. And I think anyone who would get to know you Thanks. to, to seize the day for lack of a better word, right? Like that, find your joy and follow your passion and do what you love to do. And I want to thank you for having the energy to, to do that and to inspire. I'm sure all of the kids that you work with at the schools in Chicago, just light up when you walk into the room. And that's a major gift to be able to, to give to kids. Um, so the adversity and then turning the adversity into celebration, which this record is a celebration, as you said, is really, it's really powerful. It's beyond bilingual. It's, it's about, yes, like that's, and I'll let you put it in your own words, but just let me, uh, let me just try to get this out of my brain and into the world so that I can truly tell you how I'm feeling about what you're telling me is it's, it's beyond bilingual and it's, uh, if you read between the lines, it's a celebration of being who you are and doing what you do and what you love to do. And there is no reason why you should not do that. And don't let anything get in your way. I mean, if that is oversimplification, then, you know, let me know. But I think that that's the deeper message to this record. Great. It's about the love, the love for life. And it's not just about the love of life, it's the love for life. And when it comes to that, to that, it's about the love that we have for what we are as humans, what we are as, as individuals and for the people that surround us, you know, uh, and the things that we are able to give. You know, I think that one, one thing that at least I've learned and it's been the hardest thing is just to, to not make it about myself, you know, and, 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 and I could have very easily perhaps focused on, on how sick I was and everything, but it was, I wanted to make sure that my, starting with my kids, you know, that they knew that, that I loved them wholeheartedly, you know, and then, you know, also the love that I've had for every single student that I've had for the past 17 years, you know, um, and because I've always seen all of my students, like they were, you know, like my little cousins, and I also want to make sure that they are educated, you know, that they get the best that they can, you know, at, at that age, mm-hmm. whether that's through music or art, it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that we all have to just become accepting of whatever it is that we are going through and, and, and yeah, focus on those things that do lift us up, whether that is drawing or writing or making a song or spending time with, uh, you know, anybody that really makes your life happier. Those are the things that I, that, you know, that to me are so important, you know, like uh, very quickly, you know, like when I was going through through my treatment, I ended up, my lungs collapsed. That happened on July 22nd of 2014, uh, 13. 
And uh, so the paramedics had to come and they had to kind of revive me and all that. And, and just like about five hours to, you know, I struggled against life during that whole, during that whole, during that time. And, and because I, I was certain that I was dying, you know, and, um, but through the entire process, you know, I kept fighting, I kept fighting it. And the only things that kept popping in my mind were, you know, the things that I was able to take with me at that point were the memories that I've had in life and the love that I have felt or given to my family or, or those who I love, you know? And, uh, so once I was able to say, you know, I, I went over that, the hump, that obstacle. Now my, my life became a determination. Uh, I mean, it became a determination to, to create as many positive experiences that I can. Uh, so, you know, when the time comes again, uh, if I have to face that in that particular way, then at least I can close my eyes and I can say, you know what? I have loved hard. I have given hard. I have done this with all my heart. And, and I think that if, if we can say that at any given day, that's, that's even, even, even on the simplest things, that is a huge accomplishment and we can be happier and more content uh, just for the simplest things in life. Yeah. You know? Yep. You, um, yeah. You are you're leaving us feeling very fulfilled and I want to thank you for sharing so much of your story and and for for sort of peeling back the layers and and addressing some of these real real life things that happen to people and and you came out of it uh I think you were a great person before all of this adversity, but you come out of it a better, a better and stronger person. And I, I don't think there's, you know, the music speaks for itself. It's beautiful music. It's well produced. I think um, it's all, you know, the message is in there, and the bilingual message is is loud and clear. Um, and I want to encourage everyone to go listen to it because it's a good record musically too. In addition to the lyrical content and everything like that, it's really, really good. So um, I also want to say that the uh, there's a video for the song Lila on your website, which I found amazing. Um, I think, you, you know, <laughs> you, I, I think the paraphrase that you were like in Philadelphia, is that right? And you stumbled upon like, a, Correct. yeah, yeah. Tell me, it, tell it, me. I was there. It, it happened. It happened during, um, uh... Can become, you know. Uh, I was originally going to have my album released on uh, April twenty twentieth, you know, and uh, and Dean was like, "No, you gotta go. You gotta go to Kindy Come. You uh-huh. know, you have to meet all the all, all the folks over there." So I ended up going there, and uh, um, so this uh, the video ended up happening just it, it was I was with with one of my good friends uh, Alina Celeste, who's also a bilingual uh, musician, and we ended up finding this church right there that was. You know, under construction, or or they were tearing it down. I don't know exactly. And one of the doors was open, so we just went inside to see what was going on. And then I started singing there because you know, just because it was it was great. Uh, so you, I still call that the unofficial Lila Lila uh, <laughs> video. But yeah, but I I loved it. Uh, yeah, it, it was great great time. And I mean, it was just fantastic. Just to meet it. I mean, a whole bunch of other uh, musicians that are you know that are in in the same boat of loving you know and creating uh kids music you know uh, yeah. i've made a lot of great friendships there and i'm just i was pretty psyched i'm still pretty pretty psyched about just having met just about everybody there so it was pretty yeah cool. that's that brings that brings that particular conference brings everyone together in a great way um so yeah. so mi amigo hamlet truly my friend 
how do we find you and how do we follow you? You know, website, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, what those kinds of things. Where where can we best keep up with what you're doing? Well, the best one in the close, uh, the fastest is Instagram. You know, and on Instagram, I go by me, uh, Amigo Hamlet. And uh, when you write everything all together, it actually spells out Miami Go Hamlet. <laughs> Ironically, you know, that was my that was the first place where I came. I, I, I oh wow. Through Miami, yeah, I came through Miami, so it it was actually uh, a nice a nice thing wow. that, that it happened. I had noticed it, you know. Yeah, so uh, they can follow me in uh, Miami. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Amigo Go, Amigo Hamlet on Instagram, and the same thing is on, on Facebook. You know, the the same page is Facebook slash Mi Amigo Hamlet, uh, and uh, Twitter. I'm still getting used to Twitter. I do have a <laughs> Twitter account under Mi Amigo Hamlet, uh, but that's something that. I just simply have to get really good at, uh, so just bear with me. Uh, right. And then the website, you know, miamigohamlet.com. And through miamigohamlet.com, there's more information there about the Be Bilingual Rocks uh, Foundation as well, you know, which is something that I will be, uh, that I'm actually promoting as, as we speak, you know. Got it. Um, Great. Well, uh, Hamlet, mi amigo Hamlet, thank you so much for your time and again for sharing your story and sharing your music and your passion and your creativity. Uh, it is was really uh, incredible to get to know you and hear a little bit about what you're up to. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for even for just for having me and and, and bearing to listen to my story. <laughs> I loved it. I loved Speaking every around. second. I loved every second. <laughs> What an amazing story, what uh, energy and passion, what just sticking with itness, stick stick it to itness. I believe the word I'm looking for is perseverance, sticking with what you love, sticking with what you do, sticking with what you believe in. That's what Mi Amigo Hamlet's all about. So now you can hear his song, Happy Land, in its entirety. Again, you know, just email me. I'd love to hear from you. Mike at goodstuffpod.com. You think you have good stuff? Send me some good stuff. I bet you have good stuff. Okay? All right. Talk to you very soon. Here is Happy Land. Me, Amigo Hamlet.
my heart, I feel it in my soul, I feel it all over my body. Lo siento en mi corazón, lo siento en mi ser, lo siento en todo mi cuerpo. Stuff.